Episode. This is number eleven. I don't know if is eleven a lucky number. Uh, I think it so. is. I think eleven. You're like eleven, eleven. Eleven, eleven. I've never heard eleven, eleven. <laughs> no, when it's so. eleven, eleven, you make a wish. You know, you know one what eleven or one eleven and yeah. Really? Oh, never that's heard. True. I mean, she's right. Okay. Never heard that <laughs> in my entire life. So I've learned something today. Uh, okay. Uh, so yeah, I guess this is this is lucky then. All right, and it, it is lucky because we have a wonderful guest today. This is this is major. So we've got. <laughs> Um, you know, all of you know, if you've listened to this at any point, that uh, that Benita and myself, we are very proud members of the Monument Realty family. And we mm-hmm. believe, uh, you know, totally that this is the, the best real estate brokerage going and, uh, and will continue to be because of how the ownership and leadership strive to make sure that at all times that those who are partnering with our company, uh, have the best of the best and are put in a position where they can ex- uh, uh, succeed at a level that uh, they that you just can't do at any other place. And because of that, the end result, the customer, the client, the, the home buyer, the home seller, uh, receives an experience that uh, that's second to none. And so right. that's why we love it. And so the person that we have today is one of the co-founders of this wonderful place. And it's the co-founder, the, the half that we don't see as much as, as Eddie. And this mm-hmm. is, of course, Tiffany. And Tiffany Burns, uh, who is the co-founder of Monument Realty, and to me, I, I think is really the, the secret sauce, the person who really <laughs> makes things run because she's in the background making sure that you know, the, the train runs on time and everything happens like it's supposed to happen. And her philosophy on, on quality and quality control, all of those things, and you'll learn where that comes from. She's, a, she's, she's an accountant by, by profession and, and one that was really good. She worked at the highest levels of that field, <clears throat> and we see a lot of that in the background of, of Monument, right? You've mm-hmm. got... I think she and Eddie are two sides of uh, of the same coin, basically, and they they work perfectly together, and that's why this thing works so well. And so, our special guest today is Tiffany Burns. Welcome, Tiffany. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And so, and <laughs> Tiffany was saying, she, Tiffany's got a little 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 throat thing happening, but she's always had that nice. Demi Moore kind of raspy <laughs> voice. Let's go but, with Demi Moore. Just go, like Demi Moore. Just like Demi. <laughs> just like Demi Moore. And uh, and so she was saying that, that she she might struggle a little bit with the voice, but you know sounds good to me. Mm-hmm. And uh, and Marcella, if you can take Tiffany's mic up a little bit more because I don't hear her as well as yeah. So thank or you, man. If I do, I need to adjust. No, no. I okay. think it was just a, and you might want to bring it, the mic up closer to up you. Just closer. A little bit. yeah. There you and, go. Am I looking at that camera or you guys? You can look wherever you want. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, it, you just just naturally you yeah. You're talking, but okay. yeah. You're gonna be good. Okay. You're gonna be good. And so, <laughs> what we want to do? We always like to start by kind of showcasing the personalities of our guests because you know we don't necessarily know. And 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 I was telling Tiffany this early before we got on is that a lot of people don't really they know her, they know the name, and they know the role. She is the 
uh, or, or broker of record uh, at Monument Realty. And so, but they don't know her personality because she's really in the in the the background a lot. And so, I wanted to take a t- take some time to for us to kind of know who she is and kind of know the background and. and you know, it's really kind of her philosophy, not just on work and business, but on life in general. And she's got a great uh, philosophy on work-life balance, which I think is tremendously important in this business because if if you don't have a, a definite idea that you want to make sure that you're controlling that situation, it'll get out of control. And you'll look up one day and you'll look at your kids and be like, wow, I didn't. I didn't spend enough time with them. Now they're out there doing mm-hmm. all kind of crazy stuff. Maybe that's on me. Whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, but, but Tiffany is dedicated to making sure that she's put family first. Uh, they've created this wonderful business, which she obviously is, is very much in control of and pays attention to. But ideally, at the first things first, she's got to take care of her family. And so... Mm-hmm. She's going to talk about that with us today. But, Tiffany, before we even really get started, we always like to ask a fun question. We'll ask it of everybody at the table today. But, Tiffany, did you ever have a celebrity crush? And, and you know, maybe you still have a celebrity crush. But who, if, you, <laughs> if, you, if you had one, who was your biggest celebrity crush? I did have one. Okay. Um, actually, Jose Canseco. Jose Canseco. Um, number 33, Oakland A's. <laughs> uh, ironically, Eddie was also number 33. Oh, and really? Or green and yellow, just like the Oakland A's also, uh, when he played baseball okay. in high school. But um, I didn't know that when I had a crush on Jose Canseco. Uh, I was a huge baseball fan, and I actually loved the Oakland A's, would watch them every single, not every game, but tried to watch every game. Um, and I had posters of him on my wall. <laughs> Pictures of him and Mark McGuire, the Bash Brothers, all of that. One, because I love baseball, but two, because I thought Jose Canseco was really, really, really cute. <laughs> and his big muscles. It was, yeah. Bash yeah. Brothers, yeah. 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 And those big muscles, now, we, we do know some of the big muscles came from performance enhancement. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't know that when I was seven, eight years old and had it on my wall, but yes, now. Right. You know, the, the crazy thing is I actually uh, met him last summer, or the summer oh. before last. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Eddie, Eddie, me and the kids went, and he was at a baseball card store or something, and um, he looks just like the pictures. Actually, he's still he's, he's still, almost bigger now. Right? But I don't know. <laughs> but, did you speak yeah, to him? I did. Okay. Did I you get a picture? I, I said hi. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Were you like a little little butterflies? Your friend, yeah, your crush yeah, came. I got a picture. Yeah. Right. That's good. Yeah. That's good. That's good. And so you're a big baseball fan, and. Uh, I understand you played softball from like age five all the way to through high school, right? Yes, I did. I played uh, softball. I actually um, grew up with two brothers. I'm the youngest of two brothers, mm-hmm. and they would always play baseball in our side yard. So I started playing baseball because of them, because I was I wanted to be like them, because I was the younger sister who. Mm-hmm followed um, her brothers around and tried to do what they did, but better. Okay. Um, which would make everyone understand a lot of why I am who I am now. Uh-huh. But, um, so I would go out there and be like, I can hit a baseball just like you. I can throw a baseball just like you. And then determined girls weren't really signing up for baseball. I guess sometimes they do now. But then if, if I was going to play baseball, it would be softball. So, mm-hmm. so I was well on my way and loved it. Still love the game. Cool, cool. Yeah. And I know the uh, – I'm trying to think when my – kids play baseball they had I think they had girls on the on the same team with 
with them because oh, yeah? they played when they were young, uh, okay. and um, they didn't. Really I would have if there was a team. I would have been like, yeah. I could play on this team. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I, I could not in Allen, Texas at the time. There was not one. Well, I got you. I got you. <laughs> at that point in time, there, there was not. So you grew up in Allen, Texas. Allen. I uh, actually grew up in Fairview. I guess okay. people know where that is now more, yes. but Allen, uh, yeah, went to Allen High School. Gotcha, gotcha. Allen High School, good. And you were, uh, what kind of student were you? Were you a good student? Straight A student. Straight A. I, I figured good. it. Yeah. I, yeah. I, 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 I knew that was going to be the answer, but I asked it anyway. So straight A student. Okay, very good. Play softball. Any other sports? Um, softball was my main sport. My mom made me pick one. I wanted to play every sport, and she said, you got to focus on one, so softball was my main. Okay. I did, I did track and field a little bit, too, but softball was my focus. Mm-hmm. Very good. For sure, yeah. Nice. And so did you, did she say why you wanted, she wanted you to pick one? I think because I was the youngest, and she didn't have time to take me to Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense, too. I didn't I'm think guess, about that. Looking back now, I figure. Yeah. <laughs> That's that. That's very logical. I, that makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. Cool. And so you did that. And then what uh, college did you go to? I went to Abilene Christian University. Abilene Christian University. And we passed, you know, we, my oldest is at Texas Tech. And so we pa- I think we passed by Abilene oh, Christian. Oh, yeah, you can go through Abilene yeah. that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. And, uh, yeah, and so I remember the last time going, oh, that's, that's Tiffany's school. So um, <laughs> Abilene Christian and... While you were at Abilene Christian, what did you study? What were you? I um, got a degree in accounting and finance. I double majored. Um, You have to have a certain amount of hours to take the CPA exam. A lot of people get their master's, and I just got Mm -hmm. two degrees instead. I mean, and then took the yes. (laughs) Why not? That's sharp. (laughs) And then you obviously then took the exam, became a CPA as well. So yep, yep. And and so out of school, what did you what did you start doing? I um, interned at Arthur Anderson in public accounting uh, and audit, um, and then they went under. If you guys know that story about Enron, all yeah, the right, right, all that. Yeah. Oh yeah, I was there at the time. <laughs> okay, um, <laughs> so they went under, and so I went to go work for Pricewaterhouse Coopers, which is same the big four. They're all public accounting firms that serve clients. So I was actually in client service from an accounting perspective um, right out of college was kind of what we did. And Mm -hmm. um, I learned so much about so many businesses. You basically travel around every, every week to every three, four weeks or something, you go to a different business and you sit among them. You usually go in like a room and you interview um, upper management and kind of learn how the business works. And then you go and look at their financial statements and make sure it all makes sense. So it's a, it's a huge platform for people in business to see a business from beginning to end from the details. It's not just about the numbers, although as a CPA, that's what we're looking at the most, but it's understanding the business and the controls and um, what's making sure nothing's going to go wrong at this business. What's making sure that they're um, covered legally, stuff like that. Gotcha. Mm. And then are you also in that position too, trying to uh, find ways for them to, to operate optimally? So in other words, you, you try to find the, what might be some waste and what might be, you know, exactly. Gotcha. You're just trying to find the the best way to uh, your, your contribution basically is to find the best way for them to operate financially. And based upon, because you see so many different businesses and especially over the years, people who have done it, you know, I was just a first year, but as you go and you see more businesses, you're then able to tell businesses what you're seeing out there, you know? So, uh, yeah, it's, it's really fun. And, it was cool being able to know that you can contribute to that and learn. So. Sure. Yeah, because so you're more than just, you know, somebody would think a CPA is simply just a, a number 
cruncher, but right. you're a consultant, really. Right. Is what it, it is consulting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Very That's exactly good. what it is. And you, it's probably the best education you can get because you're, you're showing yeah. up at these different businesses. I'm sure none of, you know, some of them are probably similar, but then you have some that are nothing like the place where you were last week. Right. And then you, you just kind of learn all of this. Yeah, it's amazing. It's actually, it, public accounting is such a great place to start if you're going to go that direction for sure. Yes. Now I, I do so much. Well, cool. And now I do know that that is not necessarily though the easiest job as far as time. Uh, I, I, I know that many people who work in that, that realm, that is a, yeah, during busy season, January yeah. to May, um, it's a minimum of 55, but most people work 55 to 80 hours a week. Mm. Wow. 55 to 80 hours a week. Mm. Oh, easy. Yeah. Yep. Wow. You pretty much wake up, go to work, work, <laughs> go to lunch, come back, work, go home or like 9, 10 o'clock during busy season, go to bed, wake up, go to work. <laughs> <laughs> Eating dinner at the office. Uh, <laughs> Eating wow. dinner literally at the office. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So... But as you were doing it, though, and you were moving up the the, the corporate ladder, they, they thought well of you wherever you were. You were doing a great job. What were you thinking, though? Was that going to be the path? Were you concerned about maybe the hours at this stage? But I guess maybe not. You were single still, right? I was single. I was traveling a lot. I had clients um, all over the nation. So um, Louisiana, Boston, Chicago, here, here in Texas. Most of it's local, but... Um, I kind of knew my my parents were also in public accounting. Oh, okay. My dad worked at Price Waterhouse also mm-hmm. um, through up to senior manager, almost partner when he left to go be a chief financial officer. So I did know because I grew up watching it. Gotcha. Um, from my dad, my mom then w- took left and took care of us, but he would he was in that realm. So. So you knew I what didn't you were getting know. Into. Yeah, okay. I knew. So were you planning to kind of go that route as your dad is? Yeah, as I was well? following my dad's footsteps. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Very good. And you're so straight out of college too. That's yeah. Especially for a woman. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's nice. Yeah. Yeah. But you kinda had and you strike me as that type of person too. You kinda had an idea what you wanted to do. And that's you just kinda went there. No deviation. Just kinda Since I was probably in fifth and when I was in elementary school, um Mm -hmm. people would ask what my dad was a chief chief financial officer. And people would say, what do you want to do? And I'm like, I'm going to be a CFO like my dad because my mom stayed home. So, uh-huh. okay. you know, I mean, that was fun, too. But yeah. it looked more fun. <laughs> right. than, um, wow. So, yeah. Well, that's cool. And so um, so you get this this tremendous, obviously, tremendous college education, and but also a great education in uh, studying companies and how they operate and, and things like that. And then you get to a point where um, – well, yeah, I'll let you tell. I, I won't, you know, I know some of the story. So, when do you transition into real estate, and why? So, um, I, I actually kind of liked being. I kind of liked real estate also since I was little. But may, I mean, it wasn't. I didn't ever think I was going to become a real estate agent. But mm-hmm. I loved riding around with my parents when they moved to San Antonio because my mom. She was one of those clients that looked at probably 108 homes. <laughs> <laughs> Poor thing. But I was like, this would be so fun. You just drive around and look yeah. at houses. I was like, what a fun job. So I always actually thought it was intriguing and fun. Um, but my brain and my my mind was to- more toward the financial realm. So I did like it from a young age. Um, but then when I met Eddie, he was in real estate and was kind of just telling me some of the opportunity there. And um, at this 
at, at this point, I was now working at Southwest Airlines doing internal audits, so helping them with their processes and an internal consultant for them. Um, but I met Eddie, and he had a great idea of kind of tag teaming with him. He was a sales counselor for a builder, and he was um, just saying, you know what, you could do real estate and the market's hot right now. You could bring me people. We could work together. This would be a great idea. <laughs> and I said, okay. <laughs> um, I mean, I had to say it a couple of times, but if you guys know Eddie, he doesn't give up. So right. um, after he asked a couple of times, I was like, all right, all in. Yeah, let's do it. So then I did it for um, about two years and then got my broker's license and kind of evolved from there. Okay. So. Okay. And so you, <laughs> so he was convincing enough <laughs> that you left. Uh, accounting yeah, completely, like Eddie's really a salesperson, right? Uh, yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yep, yep, really. Oh, so not even part time accounting on the side. I didn't, yeah, I pretty much left, kept my, I still have my CPA license. Mm -hmm. sure. Um, I did during the downturn in 2008 and nine go back. Actually, I went back to Pricewaterhouse and did public accounting, um, for the busy season and real estate at the same time for a period of time. But uh, I mean, I'm a all or nothing person, mm -hmm. and so I was either doing all this or all that. So when I went real estate, it was all real estate. Gotcha. Gotcha. Now, you got into real estate. Um, your claim to fame. In fact, what I knew of you before this was actually your ability to flip properties, that you, you've you gotten a really uh, strong reputation out there of being able to take something that was pretty, you know, pretty crappy, for lack of a better word, <laughs> yeah. and uh, convert it posh it out and put it back out there and, and uh and you were really good at it to the point where you got you know calls from some television shows to to kind of mm -hmm. do your thing tell us about that yeah it was a lot of fun uh eddie and i like again he was in the new home sales industry in, like part of real estate and we did that until the crash in 2008-9 and we were working on fannie mae foreclosures because nothing in real real estate was doing anything well when the, we, when we started to get out of that 2000 2008-9 um, downturn, there was an opportunity to buy wholesale properties, which Eddie found, not me. And he would go at night in the dark with his <laughs> cell phone and look at these properties and come home and tell, <laughs> I had like a little one-year-old baby at, at the time, and come tell me that we just bought a home and we were going to fix it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Yes. That's what we're going to do, Eddie. Let's do that. So uh, I would then go see the home <laughs> and then think of a plan for it but yeah we started flipping them we would gut them out from um the floors the toilets the doors you know everything many many walls opening up the space adding you know just making it look updated on the inside and um we flipped about 25 homes over a two-year period of time so mm -hmm. we were busy it was probably three to five at a time i got to the point where i could do it in about 30 minutes just walk through house turn boom 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 um kind of did that we would um i guess bring the kids there to the, I, well then i had a one two-year-old and then a baby so the the kids would come with us it was just a family thing we would all do it we all had our part right so it was fun uh to the point where it did get really busy we did um film for a hgtv show and um did a lot of stuff with just yeah we did do that for a couple of years and it, it was fun um, to the point, though, where we needed um, people to help us because our open houses, there would be people lined up out of the open houses because they started seeing our properties and they're like, oh, this is amazing. I want to see your next uh -huh. one. I don't, I don't like this one, but I need a fourth bedroom or I need a whatever. They need maybe something different with the floor plan. But they liked the style 
almost like a builder, you know. Sure. Mm-hmm. So they would hear, um, oh, where's your next one coming up? Oh, I've got another one coming up next month. And so they would start coming. And Eddie and I would do the open houses, and we would have, I don't know how, it just floods of people coming in to look at these houses. And Eddie's like, oh, my goodness, these people could be, like, great for, you know, they're not going to buy, only one person is going to buy right. this that's house. Right. So what are we doing all, with uh-huh. all these leads? Because that, that's Eddie's mind. Is right. Leads, leads, right. Leads. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know, but I don't have time for him. Yeah. So, I, And so he was working at Keller Williams at the time and helping coach and build people and their business and, and their database. And he was like, you know what? I should just invite them to do the open houses and then they could work these leads for us. I was like, that's a great idea. And so we ended up hiring one, then two, then three, then four, and then a team of about 10 who would work our open houses for us. They would go door knock. Um, The first people that worked at Monument did door knock. Mm -hmm. They did do flyers. (laughs) They did all the hard stuff. Right. Um, but they would do it in the neighborhoods that we flipped homes and they would be like, Oh, don't you want to come see that home that you've been driving by wondering what's going to go on with those. And, and so our agents, um, most of them still here at monument today, that was kind of a stepping stone, all of them brand new realtors to a way for them to grow their business with the leads that were at our open house. Um, so that's kind of how we started a team was to cover our open houses from our flip homes. Gotcha. So, so wow. So that, that the origins of Monument come <laughs> from uh, a necessity to, to deal with all of the, the buyers that were coming to your flip properties. Yeah. And so then you hire a handful of people, like six or seven. Is that kind of how you? Yeah. When we were still, at, we were at Keller Williams at the time um, in Frisco. And the team there when we left, I... We had five to maybe eight or nine when we left and and um, went out on Monument Realty, mainly because Eddie found out the Dallas Cowboys were coming to Frisco and was so excited to go get an office over there. And so that's that's the way we did that. So, yeah, we'll, we'll, let's talk about that a little bit. So the so my understanding is you you all were fine there at at. Keller Williams. Oh, yeah. was it going. was great. And you just wanted. We edit. were actually trying to think of a creative way to build a Keller Williams office there. And we we're like, oh, uh-huh. could, and it just didn't fit the model. But because uh, Keller Williams is great, great um, training, great people. Mm-hmm. So, so many people in real estate that I admire have come from Keller Williams as well. So, yeah, it's fantastic. But the way for us to kind of move in the direction that we wanted to go and grow um, was for me to start building my brokerage again mm-hmm. um i actually named monument realty monument realty back in 2008 when it was just me and my friend working with eddie mm-hmm. so i kind of brought the name back um when we left keller williams right so and the name came from oh so the name was um the first street that eddie and i lived on was monument lane in frisco so when i was thinking of a name for my brokerage back when i was only two years in by myself mm-hmm. i was just like huh i, I actually don't Eddie claims it was his idea. I don't remember the conversation. I was in like baby mode, so I don't 100% right. remember, but it was our street name and it, it's a strong name and it worked out. So. Right, right. So from the beginning, you knew you wanted to have your own brokerage. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And wanted to have your own brokerage, just from what I know about you. And I know process, you're big on process, you're big on quality, you're big on experience you you want things to be and this, this is probably the cpa in you mm-hmm. too is that you want things to be 
you want a predictable experience for the clients that you're dealing with. And you want that to be an exceptional experience. And so you knew to do that, you had to be also particular about, hey, who's, who's going to be part of this team? Because I want a quality experience and I want it to be repeated. So right. everybody who's experiencing Monument Realty uh, gets this high level of experience that then they go tell everybody else about and they want to work with us because of that experience. Exactly. Yes, yeah. totally. And so I would imagine then when, when thinking about, okay, so now we'll, we'll do our own thing and, and that's what I want. That's what I, the way I want this to, to happen. I want everybody who encounters Monument Realty to go away with an experience that if they defined it is the exact definition that I want them to, to state right. about yes. our experience. Yeah, and when we were hiring people, um, I would think about it kind of like our flip homes. I do think Eddie and I in the DFW area were some of the first to uh, not just go to Home Depot and see what's on sale and put it in a house because that's kind of what flippers did. They would kind of, because it was a cost, a way to save costs. But Eddie and I would go a little bit above and beyond. Like back then, Granite, Granite's kind of out now and we're on to other things, but mm-hmm. Granite was huge. Like it was a huge upgrade. You know, wood floors were a huge upgrade. Mm-hmm. Um, the tile backsplash going all the way up to the ceiling and not stopping below the cabinets right. was a huge upgrade. And so all of those things we would put in our houses and we would get our money back because we just did a little bit more. And if you could do a little bit more than the rest, mm-hmm. it's amazing the payback. And so when I was building out Monument, I was thinking similar is, you know, our location at the star was a little bit more expensive than some other, but you know what? It gives us that perception a little bit better, you know, a little bit. So a little bit better, I think can go so far. And that's how we built monument and is monument to this day is just go a little bit over the the average, you know, like we're not C students here. I want to be straight A students. Like we're not, yeah. yeah, you could pass with a C, but no, like I want, like I want the highest score on the test. Yeah. So, and sometimes just a little bit, um, you know, the way you present yourself with a, with a professional manner and the way you treat your clients and put them first and go above and beyond makes you just that a little bit better. So uh, that's kind of how we built Monument was in that kind of mindset. Without a doubt. And and it and it's true to this date. In fact, one of the, you know, when people ask me about Monument and, and trying to come over to Monument and one, like, you know, Al, you've been, you know, I say this all the time. I've been doing this since the 1900s, right? I started <laughs> 1994. I've seen it all, right? And so they always ask me, so how did you end up at Monument? Mm-hmm. And so I let them know that, look, if we you look at Monument Realty, well, don't even look at Monument Realty first. Look at real estate agents. Mm-hmm. And, and think of all the real estate agents out there as race car drivers. We all have a race that we're, we're, we're running, even if it's a race to 20 transactions, 40, whatever you're, whatever you're trying to do. And so just like in motorsports, you've got a ton of great drivers out there, but the differentiating factor for most of them is the vehicle that they're driving. Right. And so I always tell them, look, Tiffany and Eddie are obsessive about the vehicle that they 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 want to make sure that the vehicle that an agent who partners with them is driving is the absolute best mm-hmm. and it's the one that is most likely to get them to where they want to go and they obsess about it so in other words the the, the vehicle is there but it's never complete they're always working on it always tinkering with it always trying to make it better 
And I said, and that's going to be what differentiates Monument from all these other places. And there's a lot of really good places. We talked Keller Williams. It's a great place. Mm-hmm. You know, Century 21. There's a lot of really great agencies out there. But from my experience and what I see and what I know from being on the inside now is that the philosophy here is one of never ending trying to make it better. Yeah. Right. And as long as you're partnering with somebody who's trying to make that vehicle that you're, you're driving Mm -hmm. better, you're going to win. Yeah. If, if you're a winner now, it doesn't work for everybody. So you get the race car driver. Who's not, as skilled or not as plugged in or not really wanting to learn exactly how that vehicle works, it won't necessarily work out the best for them. But the driver who says, okay, I want the best vehicle, and then I need to know how this works, this works, I want to use all of it, they will win all day. So say all that to say, and I'll put all that, I'm not trying to put all that in your mouth. Oh, no, Tiffany, I love it. But, that's great. Okay. Yeah, it's <laughs> but, fantastic. But that's, that's kind of what I see oh, yeah, that's awesome. you all doing, and, um, and, and it's constant. And so as you are obsessing like that when you only had a few people, then all of a sudden I think the, the going above and beyond created a situation where now all of a sudden everybody's like, okay, what's this, this situation here at Monument? And then where you, we, we talked about, where did you, where did you expect this to go? You, you were thinking a boutique office of about what? Oh, uh, it, it was 15 and then it was 25 and then I was like, okay, no, actually 33. Cause I was like, can say it was 33. Okay. Um, and also Eddie's number in baseball. Yeah. So 33, okay. literally it's funny. Uh-huh. I was like, okay, 33, that's our max. Okay. 33. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I, we, I, I don't want the quality to suffer. Right. Right. So um, that's why, but then I started realizing the quality doesn't have to suffer. You mm-hmm. can grow as long as you know, you grow with the growth, right. <laughs> you know? Right. So, and, and let's, let's expound on that. So you grow with the growth and that meant that because what you liked about what you all had is kind of a family atmosphere. So you knew everybody. And so it looks like what you all decided to do. Well, as long as someone, you had someone in place to always be connected enough with the people that were being brought in, you could kind of keep, keep that. Obviously you can't keep it as well as you did with just 33, but as long as you brought in a layer of, management, I don't know if you want to call it management, uh, more of leadership, leadership. Mm-hmm. Um, you could kind of keep that that going. At least I think that's what you want. That's all exactly would. right, yeah. yeah. And even our office is in our office expansion, and each office has kind of their own personality, kind of like it's, you know, you might have different cousins are a little different than you or whatever, sure. but you all still come, mm-hmm. you know, to Christmas or whatever together. <laughs> I feel like it's like that, and it's like that on purpose because I, they every – everyone needs a leader and so the hiring of our leadership um here at monument is huge because if 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 we can't they're going to have an impact on so many people that are looking up to them and i think we've done an excellent job of taking our time and being patient with with that kind of hiring um to where it can all build out in a way to grow as we grow without a doubt yeah without a doubt so Tiffany's 33 has now turned into a thousand, <laughs> 1,018 yeah. or something like that. And there really doesn't seem that much. Um, there's not going to be much in the way of slowdown. I mean, it's growing and growing and growing. And I think that's a testament to, 
to what you and Eddie have, have built. Also to the leadership that you've brought in, because you all were very, very particular about how you did that. And then even the expansion, the places you went, um, you all were already very dominant in Collin County and Denton County. But I think straight A student who was hanging with her brothers, <laughs> could do as anything they could do or better. Or better, or better, or better, no. or better, right? Or better, better, just I, better. Yeah. better. Right. yeah, flipping houses, but you made sure that your houses were done better. I would imagine there's a little bit of competitiveness. There too. <laughs> right. So, and and I think you're probably like, okay, we're doing some good things here. Why don't we? Why don't we kind of spread this out? And and if we're gonna do it, why not do it? Right? Why not be the best? like everywhere and so then you get you know moving to dallas and arlington fort worth flower mound rockwall do i have all of them rockwall Rockwall, prosper prosper Prosper. that's what i meant and (laughs) it's right 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 (laughs) and so it felt like overnight now monument is everywhere and then monument you know a lot of people ask so what why do you spend the money on these partnerships and all that. And I was like, you know, it's, it goes back to the car thing. It goes back to that vehicle, trying to create the best vehicle. And we know real estate is hyper-local. And so what people care about locally are, especially in Dallas, Dallas is just ranked the, the number one sports business area in the whole country. And people here care about the Dallas Cowboys. Mm-hmm. They care about the Texas Rangers. They love Dak Prescott, <laughs> especially when we're winning. Um, and now you do this huge deal with the PGA, which moves to, to Frisco. And most people would say, okay, why do you, why would you necessarily need those partnerships? And I, to me, what it does is it puts monument in the vicinity of things that the people in the Metroplex care about and have a high regard for. And so it's a standard of excellence that we have, even though the Cowboys haven't won a championship <laughs> in a minute. It's coming, though. It's, it, coming. It's, it's, it's coming. It's coming. It's got to, right? It's, every year. Yeah, every year, right? <laughs> every year. So it's coming. The Texas Rangers, my goodness, wow, they they look yeah, they're on fire right now. Yeah, yeah. they look awesome, and the PJ is going to be a great thing. And so what what it does is it allows us to be in partnership with other entities that strive for excellence and represent mm-hmm. the Metroplex. And I think that affiliation resonates with people, not just real estate agents, but people in general. I had. I think my second week at Monument, I was there at the office, and a guy comes in. There was an agent who was struggling with trying to get him to list his house. It was her between her and an and a agent at Abbey Holiday. And so she said, why don't you just come into the office? Let's try to figure this out. And he was like, well, where's the, where's the office? And she said, we're at one Cowboys way. He was like, you're not at one Cowboys way. That's, the, that's the Cowboys headquarters. She's she like, yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, that's, that's, that's where our office is. Yeah. And so instead of talking about coming tomorrow or the next day, he's like, I'll be there in, in 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. So he comes there, and I see this for myself because I'm in the lobby uh, about to talk to an agent. And he comes in, he sees the cowboy trophies mm-hmm. and all the stuff. 
they don't even go back to the office. He says, you've got my listing. Mm-hmm. Oh, there you go. I didn't know just that. Make, just it. make sure I have a sign <laughs> that has the cowboy oh. star on it. <laughs> okay. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like this dude just made a decision like that. You've been back and forth in for months. But then when he knows that you have an association <laughs> with the Cowboys, they, so like, yeah, it, it worked just like that. that. We witnessed it. Yeah. And my wife brought it to my attention because I, I went back home and told that story to her. And she's like, well, yeah, she said, you know how much I love Beyonce? If Beyonce was the <laughs> official real estate part of the, of the Monument Realty, <laughs> I, would, I would list my house with Monument Realty. <laughs> I was like, I guess people do make decisions kind of like that. And if you think about it and think about social media and all this, that we, all of our decisions now are based on the opinions or the likes or dislikes of other people people and things that we like or don't like right mm-hmm. and so it it's a genius a master stroke uh to to do this kind of stuff and uh and i just what your tiffany what was your thinking on this because i know because you're also a cpa so i know you i know you're <laughs> right. also probably like mm, okay let's figure this <laughs> okay. out does this make sense to do so um for the pga one or the rangers well, just, or the right. just well, all of it all of it because so, i'm sure yeah. there's a process that you had to go through to to make it make sense first before mm-hmm. yeah. signing off. Well, the Cowboys was our first one. Cowboys were first, yeah. And uh, Jerry Jones, I mean, that guy does not let any – talk about someone going above and beyond every single time. Mm-hmm. I thought almost aligning ourselves with the Cowboys pushes me to do better. If mm-hmm. I got to – I can't let Jerry down. Yeah. I mean, I cannot right. let Jerry Jones down. I got to – if I, he's going to affiliate with my brand, I've got to now be that good. Right. Like mm-hmm. I like the Dallas Cowboys good. That's good. Um, so that that kind of was in my head as it's almost something, it's, it's very hard to attain that level. But our, our um, Dallas Cowboys partnership, since we office out of the star, and again, our roots go back to having a family environment. There's so much family activity there at the star mm-hmm. that the Cowboys put on. There's movie nights and there's, you know, we do the the Halloween thing. And there's just so much stuff that brings the community together. And I love that. And I appreciate that. And I respect that. And I knew with the Cow- the Cowboys partnership, it was going to open up a lot of doors for us to be able to bring the community together. And we had, we aligned the Dallas Cowboys and Monument Realty aligned on that. And since then we have planned, I mean, there's just, I can't even go to all the events anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but I loved that it was another avenue to keep the family together, but also think of a very high level that you're going to be associated with. Um, and then the Texas Rangers was next and it was similar, but in Arlington. And I mean, baseball to me, is just like a family sport. Sure. You bring your family out, you, you know, it, it's just that <coughs> perception. It's, it's shows what, what we uh, align with and what we agree with is the family feel and the community and get out and do things and, and um, kind of just make each other better. And I kind of felt like that. And then the PG, oh, then Dak. Um, it, well, I think even though right now he's taking a minute, but he's going to come back and win us a Super Bowl. Right, right, he right. He is um, Peter, Walter Payton, Man of the Year. That's right. Okay. Um, After we affiliated with him. But he presents himself in such a respectable manner in which I hope my agents hold themselves to that same level of respect. And the more and more we can put that out there and show this is what we expect, the better for me because it's it's in people's heads. And it's like 
Charlotte Jones, too. The way she created that building at the start, she picked out every single tile that's in that foyer. Just mm-hmm. stuff that, like, not normal people don't do. Right. Sure. Um, so it pushes, I think it pushes us and our brand to go above and beyond. And the PGA, mm-hmm. I mean, that's another one. Uh-huh. And here they are, and they are going to be in the community like no one's business. It is going to be amazing the way that they are going to be bringing families out to enjoy the game of golf and be outside and um, just enjoy each other and family and kids. And it's just, it's a match to what we like. And the more that we can expand that, the better. So it's kind of where I was mm-hmm. at sure. with that. sure. Um, it, it, the financial piece as a CPA and in that, in that capacity to your question on how did it make sense to me as, as long as you're growing and making yourself better, it's always going to pay off. So whatever cash outlay it is, I know that we can exceed that by working with that to become better and better and better. Um, because it's helping us grow. Without a doubt. That's good. You know, most people, so there's a, there's an obvious entrepreneurial spirit with both you and Eddie. Um, and most people wouldn't No, I'll say it because uh, no, most people would think Eddie is the one who's the, the extrovert, <laughs> but if they get to know both of you, you're the one who's the real extrovert, which is, which is, <laughs> which is cool in that Eddie seems to be more kind of the person the we see there, more of the, yeah. the, the face, but, um, but, but you guys work so well together because I think the, all of it, and I've heard Eddie say that you're the smartest person he's ever known, which, which I think is, which I, I would, I would have to agree. I yeah. mean, I think, I think that it, and it works perfectly. And I th- and he's, he's a, he's a definite a visionary too. So you guys, you work perfectly together. The, the, the thing that I think you all have to, uh, if it were me, I know I'd be concerned now about trying to make sure though that we want to always keep what we had going we had when we were smaller we can kind of really keep control on that quality and all of that stuff and to this day still high yeah. quality and in fact if anything it's, it's gotten even better but what is the thinking because i know especially as a cpa you're finally you know paying attention to it to to the fullest degree but how do you go now that you're a thousand eighteen agents and it'll it'll be you know by the next month it'll be <laughs> 1100 and 1200 how do you make sure that you keep that level of, of quality? Well, I think the biggest thing for me and Eddie does a good job of as well is checking in with our agents, the ones who have been here from the beginning and the ones that just walked in the door and getting feedback because if we're not constantly asking that, stuff can slip through the cracks. Mm-hmm. So it's just being engaged and trying to um, ask constantly for feedback of their perception of everyone here at Monument and also to my friends and people that aren't agents here, but see Monument also. And so that is a, that's constant. And the day that that goes out the window, that's the day that the whole brand goes out Mm -hmm. the window because you have to be um, in tune with, with how everyone is feeling and how are they promoting your brand and what is the quality? I actually, (laughs) Last summer, I hired one of our interns to go out and take pictures of signs to go make sure that the quality of the sign is correct. And if not, we're going to take it down because I need that to be because one person's something not to the quality that we would expect can affect a thousand people. Sure. So it's constantly trying to do stuff like that just to make sure that the quality is there. 
Gotcha, gotcha. And it, and it shows it's working. We've uh, three years now. So you go from the Dallas Morning News ranked number one place to to uh, well, Real, number one yeah. is a couple of things. So first, small yeah. business, number one place to work for a small business, then medium sized business, mm-hmm. now large business. And now we're, we're trying to go for four in a row with that, which is kind of unheard of, but, <laughs> but steadily growing. It, yeah. It's never happened where you went from uh, small, medium, large. And I guess what do we consider now? Will we be? We'll be large a, again. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know if there was something larger than large. Right. <laughs> I didn't know if they had extra large. That's but, good. I mean, you're giving uh, me some ideas. Okay. Now, so, you know, it's got to get better. Maybe we'll create another level. I don't know. Yeah. And so, and I think what happens is, because you, you all are very intentional about making sure that um, when we uh, get any kind of feedback from surveys and things like that, then you have um, kind of like a little town um, town hall meeting with everyone to discuss the things that we do really well and then the areas where there's room for improvement. And then, and it's not lip service. You all take that information in and then immediately mm-hmm. address those things that need to be improved while also maintaining what we do really well and i think that's what makes it work that's yeah, why you can keep growing and stay um as high quality right uh, as we are so yeah and the energy and energy and synergies that just i mean i am blown away are the agents here that um all of us have hired brought on whatever because i don't interview everybody anymore obviously but um <laughs> It is really amazing and really by the grace of God that we are even in this environment of how people motivate other people at Monument and almost hold each other to those standards, Mm -hmm. you know, because I think we teach it so much and we talk about it so much that it's not just leadership or Eddie and me or, you know, marketing or whoever it's everyone's holding everybody accountable and making everybody better. Mm -hmm. And I think that's important to keep too, because that's how we're going to keep growing and keep getting better like to each other, you know, yeah, kind of, as an agent kind of motivates you to just want to be better. And, right. And seeing also that y'all just really care, you know, that, that you know, we want to, you know, uphold that standard for you guys. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like your, your, uh, your thinking when you're associating with the Cowboys and Jerry, mm-hmm. you want to yeah. be yeah. You're like, I, I want to be worthy right. of, of this, this affiliation. Yeah. And I think it's kind of a birds of a feather flock together mm-hmm. situation. So you get, uh, high producing, high quality, high integrity agents together, and those who don't meet that really have a hard time trying to be amongst that. And so it's almost kind of they self select. You'll get a lot of them who who won't stay because mm-hmm. they're like, oh, I'm kind of an imposter. I don't need to be here mm-hmm. with this, or they won't be able to even get through the gate because we kind of know like, nah, you don't quite quite meet that. And so I think that's. Um, you know, I, 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 I'm I amazed that we've been able to, to, to kind of do that as you're growing so quickly. But, you know, I think sky's the limit for my sky's new Sky's the limit, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Tiffany, because I know you've got to run. We, 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 we'd love to have you all day. We could. <laughs> uh, but I know you've got meetings to go to in, in Frisco. But I just want to, to end by saying, first of all, thank you for coming out and, yes. and, and doing this and allowing us to get to, to know you a little bit better. I think uh, um, 
you know, everybody's better for that because they need to know you. Know? Mm-hmm. And she's not, she's very humble, very, and so, you know, we're always the ones trying to, we need to push <laughs> Tiffany right, out there. Right. People need to see Tiffany more. <laughs> and, uh, but, but we're so glad you were able to come visit us and, uh, and hang out with us and, and answer some of these questions. And we got to, Got to know you a little bit better, mm-hmm. you and Jose Canseco. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Well, thank you. I appreciate being here and being able to share some stuff with mm-hmm. with everyone who's listening and you guys. And you guys are great. Monument makes me smile every day. It's just, mm-hmm. you know, being able, I'm not one to be driven by um, the dollars that are brought in, but it's by seeing how people like you are building Monument and doing these things. Like even this podcast is another, you took it upon yourself to build it. And here we are, you know. So thank you for that, and, and thank you guys. Oh, well, we appreciate it, and we hope to uh, to have you back soon. Yes. And then those of you who are listening, and I didn't do it like I'm supposed to. So I'm supposed to say at the start of every deal, subscribe, like. I'm supposed to do it at the beginning. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't do that this time. But, y'all, please subscribe, like, share this uh, with everybody that you know. And, uh, again, we'll see you on the next one. Yeah. Thank you.